0: If you don't know, you should know. This is Booker T's R-O-W superstar, Ruthless Ryan Davidson, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. You're listening to the
1: official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler
2: Bear, and Doug.
1: That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. I'm Doug, and we welcome you to episode 184 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News
2: Source Podcast. We're also on Beyond Pod, Stitcher, and Player.fm. You search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. I had to think about that one. <laughs>
0: uh, we're also on Twitter at uh, WNS Podcast. Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel and Tyler is at Tyler underscore Aber.
1: There you go. So welcome Pop. to the show. Pop. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: hey y'all.
0: So I was trying to, the show. to get him to do it during the intro, and then I was going to do it immediately after. I know. <laughs> Got a lot to talk about. Got some feedback. Going to talk about
1: Raw. Going to give you our battleground predictions. A couple hot topics. Some Q and A as well. So welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Y'all doing all right? I'm doing all right. Doing doing better than you were on what was it Saturday or Sunday? Oh, or yeah. You hurt yeah your back. Mm-hmm. That's no good. I need a new mattress. Yeah. Time to sleep better. Yeah. Doug, how you doing?
0: I'm all right. Yeah.
1: How Hanging about you? in there? I'm doing alright. Just trying to get through the week. So uh we've got a lot to talk about. We'll just dive right into it. We actually have a review from Stitcher this week. Um <clears throat> I forgot to uh to get the name for it, but um we'll uh we'll try and pull that up.
0: You read and I'll try to get to
1: it. Okay. So um you can just oh, go, I don't know if it's on the... Is just, it on the mobile? Just go on the Facebook page. Cause, okay. Because okay. I posted on there. Okay. So, uh, the review says, uh, I realize that this will be a split review, but I have mixed feelings concerning this podcast. I have stopped listening due to the host's constant 10-15 to 15 minute long genital jokes where they keep referring back in multiple segments and giggling like schoolboys. Now I am 46 years old, and I'm probably not their target audience, which may explain my, quote old man reaction with to the jokes with the negatives out of the way the wrestling coverage is very good they do a great job of reporting what happened some backstage talk and reviewing weekly shows and pay-per-views give it a listen and see if you enjoy the
2: show it's worth giving a try uh it's on facebook or whatever you post on facebook and Mm -hmm. uh seth rixon says a little bit more colleague coverage and he probably would have bumped you up to four stars it's
0: from raymond yeah uh, yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> I feel like that's totally fair. I don't have yeah. a problem with that. Um, I don't know if Stitcher doesn't do half stars or whatever. If we were, if we if we actually were split, I don't know why he didn't give us two and a half. But I mean, that's a nitpick. I don't. Yeah. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not like gonna rate your rating or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> rate my rating. That's fine. How would I mean. you rate that rating?
2: <laughs> In a number of stars, I'm, what would you I'm, give?
0: I've mixed feelings about it. I oh. give it a two and a half.
2: Uh, Christine says I like your gentle jokes We can be immature together <laughs> Yeah but But thank you for the yeah, review thank you. We, we do appreciate, appreciate it
1: Thank you for at least Checking out our show We do realize that We're not for everyone and- Yeah uh, and yeah, we do get a little off-topic with the uh, with the uh, potty I'm humor. I'm curious sometimes. how long have you been
2: listening? Because I know there's times that we will say stuff like that, but there's also been a long period we don't, we haven't been saying like yeah, gentle are, jokes and stuff like there, that. There
1: there are a lot of episodes where we you know do take more serious approaches to yeah. it and stuff like that. But you know we're all about having fun, and yeah. uh,
2: lately we have been doing a lot of that. I know that for yeah. sure. I wouldn't uh, <laughs> I
1: wouldn't say we're schoolboys, but we're more man-child. man-child. Yeah, we're we're more in that category. We're still in the. Uh, we find potty humor funny, so. But uh, but thank you again for checking out the show, and thank you for the recommendation. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. So uh, time to dive into some feedback that we got from Seth Rixon, saying, uh, "Doug, I hate to say this, but by WNS rules laid out, you have to go. You have two. You have to go by the two-thirds member rule. Therefore, you might still have to go by cousin Doug.
0: That's not how it works. <laughs> <coughs> no, no, that's not that." Names don't get a vote. That's not. Well, it's just for the intro. No. Well, no. <laughs> Fuck that. We're not doing that. <laughs> l- no. L- no two
1: thirds vote. Tyler, what do you think? Two thirds vote.
2: Cousin Doug. Nope. No more cousin Doug. Okay. Oh. No too. <laughs> Even
0: by your two third rules, I just got the. But
2: it's <laughs> <This> switch. <laughs> that's, that's not
0: how the two third rule works. The two third <laughs> rule can't be used to like torment someone. It can't be
2: like. Me and me and we were like, Hey, we're going to say pop pop from now on. So (laughs) pop pop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not like we can't be like uh, me and Tyler was like, let's be dicks. So, uh, podcast rules. Let's take a vote. If we want, um, (laughs) Daniel to wear a pretty pink dress every time we record. And then we like (laughs) stack the deck and then say, yes, we both vote (laughs) for it. That's not how it works. We, we vote on things that like, here's an example of how, of something we would vote on. Um, Pina, say say Peanut M and M's wanted to sponsor our show, and t- and uh, and Hell yeah, and Daniel comes and he's like, "Hey guys, I got an email from Peanut M and M's and they want to sponsor our show." He's like, "That'd
1: be awesome."
0: He's like, "I I, I think we should do it." I'm like, "Well, this is hypothetical, um, but yes. I, I'm like, I don't know, Daniel. I think Peanut M and M's tastes like dog shit, <laughs> and also, I don't know if I can like vibe with their ethics because I heard that." you know, kids in sweatshops make peanut M&M's. And, Ty- and then, so then Tyler's turn to vote and Tyler's like... I like peanut m ms He's like...
2: <laughs> I like peanut
0: M&M's, yeah. <laughs> Tyler, and then
1: Tyler's like... You know like, how he likes to keep it simple.
0: <laughs> Tyler's like, fuck, fuck those kids. This show needs a sponsor. <laughs> and then, so, so then, <laughs> then, um, then we, Daniel would probably email them back and be like, okay, we're in because... A majority would have ruled, democracy would have spoken, and, uh, you know, I may not have won the vote, but I would feel good about voicing my opinion, Mm -hmm. and I would feel uh, like everyone had their say, you know?
2: Uh, Peanut M&M sponsors. So, I mean,
0: I may have to question, I may have to rethink about if I want to be in a podcast later (laughs) on that would support the... the, uh, you hypothetical know, right.
1: treatment of others right, right, in a bad gosh. way.
0: We're not alleging anything about peanut m right, right? I
1: know. Well, I'm glad that you said hypothetical at the beginning of it because you know before the show got started, you did go to the vending machine. You were craving some peanut m and <laughs> right. so for I just took to come it back right and out. Like, yeah, them. you're like, no, screw this, I can't. You know, they didn't. They didn't stock not, that. It's not peanut m ms It's out. the stalker. It's their fault. Okay. <laughs> whoever, whoever stocked that machine, did a poor job in selecting candy and treats. For us to
0: enjoy i can see how someone would think that that rule applies <laughs> to everything because we do joke about it a lot where we're like oh yeah well too blah blah blah." so yeah it doesn't actually work that way even though we joke about it quite often.
1: right so <laughs> it, it depends i guess it depends on the topic
2: of
0: it depends on if it affects the show as a whole like i can't we can't just vote to change Tyler's
2: name you know what i mean <laughs> it affects the show His name is Mark now.
0: No, that's not how it works. (laughs) That's like saying I'm I'm Mark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mark. But I'm serious. We do take a a, you know somewhat calm and serious approach to the show. Going back to the review, anyways.
2: We, we are
1: goofy. Yeah, we are. We're, we're pretty goofy today. So, uh, but yeah, but thank you for the feedback, Seth. It's always, uh, great to hear from you.
0: So, uh, go home show for ba- for Battleground. So, in closing, in closing. I just want to like stress I am not, nor have I ever been, cousin Doug. I have always been just Doug, past, present, and future. Go, go and listen to episode 30,
1: episode 27, too. So, um, yeah, so uh, the go-home show for all. getting ready. That's it's not my voice out. saying
0: Cousin Doug on those things.
1: No, it's not. But I'm saying if you were- it was unauthorized. You were referred to as Cousin Doug in That's an That's like episode. if I
0: was the producer and and like I just wanted you to be like, it's stu- it's stu- butthole because- Daniel, and like, whenever you just said Daniel no, in there your is intros- only, There's but-
1: only one butthole for this show, and that is Noah.
0: True, but- <laughs> We're, hi- we're speaking in hypotheticals.
2: It's stuck because I think I introduced you. Oh, it's my cousin Doug. Yeah, and then you're like, "Oh, cousin Doug." Yeah, yeah. Well, he tried to push it. He was like, "You can't just be Doug." I was like,
0: "I can <laughs> most definitely just be Doug." <laughs> he was like, "No, do you want to be like Doug, whatever, or do you want to be like cousin Doug?" I was like, "No, I don't want to be Doug. I don't want to be any of that. I
1: just uh, want to be Doug. Just Doug, not okay." So, uh, so yeah, go home show for all. We kick things off with uh, John Cena coming out talking about the uh, the rules of battleground for his match the fatal four-way don't even have to be involved in the in the decision in order to lose um, but he seemed to put a lot of importance you know he said you know what it all comes down to is this and uh, you know he had both of the titles wrapped around his neck but, but he always
2: has the titles wrapped around his
1: neck right But what I was getting at is that he f- he put focus on the WWE championship like that was, was the only one he held
2: I, I'm, up I missed the
1: Okay, well, he, uh, you know, he said, you know, this is this is what it's all about. Didn't make any mention of the world heavyweight championship, and that kind of plays into what happened later on in the night. But I found that to be very odd at first glance, and then, you know, something that happened later on that we'll get into. Or do y'all want to talk about it now? But uh, what happened?
0: Whatever. I mean, it,
1: it, well, I, we'll go ahead and talk about it because it is a, uh, you know, uh, a. Pretty pressing topic that's going on around the internet right now uh, is the question of is the world heavyweight championship being retired? Um, because later in the night, Ric Flair came out, gave his endorsement for John Cena. Cena came out and gave him the world heavyweight championship, held his hand up while he was holding the title. Flair went to give it back, and he said, "No, you hold on. You you take it. You hold on to it. You you know you bring it back with you." So So that's probably the
2: way of getting rid of it. If I had to guess, yeah, because uh, because what other reason would they like bring Flair out? Well, that under
0: Cena doesn't need anyone's like endorsement. No, he doesn't. No, right.
2: So to bring Flair
0: there just to endorse Cena is weird, mostly pointless. Yeah. So I mean, I would think it was just a subtle way of saying that's the this is the the single title.
1: Yeah, and you know it was their way of saying. You know, Flair, you held on to this championship. You know, like you've earned this title more than anyone else. So I'm giving it back to you. To but it's just so ha- weird, to though,
2: to have them to debut a new belt. They mm-hmm. still had two belts. Right. And then they put them together and it has one title. So now they're giving this belt to Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. But are they still going to call this title? The- still, it's still going to be the, the WWE World mm-hmm. Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's weird. I mean, it's whatever. It's not like oh, it's a stupid idea, but I think it was kind of weird. But- they just
0: merged the lineages of both titles, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: So, um, so yeah. So now they. I don't want to carry these two belts around my neck. So
1: I, I mean, I think that's my might be what it is. I think they were kind of thinking, okay, we're having to carry around two titles now. The, Can the we just titles are heavy? One? Yeah, but so. no,
2: probably not too much for them. I mean, those those are strong guys.
1: So. And I know a lot of people would be upset if it is true. And the World Heavyweight Championship is. In fact, retired because you know people were saying, "Oh, the history, the lineage, and you know everything that it, the title stands for." But
0: yeah, but those are the same people who were saying, like, you know, we don't need two world heavyweight champions.
1: Yeah,
0: and, uh, you people know People are gonna bitch one way or the yeah. other.
1: And you know, I think I think they did a good enough job with the world heavyweight championship to keep it going for as long as they have. Uh, I mean, I think I like what, that 2001 belt. or something like that. Is Uh, that that when WCW went out and WWE had the invasion and brought in the title and all that? And they
2: can always bring it back. They do it all the time. I like that belt better than the new WWE belt.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think I read somewhere, and I could be horribly wrong on this, but I think they might be making another version of that belt, of the WWE belt, to go with the new logo whenever that finally comes around.
2: New belt or like a... Like a new faceplate. Oh, uh, Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So
1: uh like it'll still be you know, the side plates will be correspondent to the champion and then they'll have just the big WWE in the center in the center centerpiece, but it's gonna be the new sleeker. WWE Bring back logo. the spinner belt. No. I like so, that better. No, we don't need that. We do. So um, but yeah, so overall thoughts, I don't know. It's uh it's kind of a bittersweet moment if it's actually true and they decide to to retire the the belt like I think it'll be I think it'll be good if they do it I don't have any major problems with it I mean
0: the the significant the like historical significance that everyone associates with that design of the belt is like so far removed from where that title has actually been like placed like in the modern like in a modern context Mm -hmm. that there it's almost not the same the same thing you know Right. So I don't know. I don't have any problems with it. I mean, they're obviously going to go with the newer belt. If you thought they were going to merge it and take the old belt, like, I don't know why you would have
2: thought that. I don't know why. I kind of thought they would keep the two belts for a long, long time.
0: Hmm. They've kept kept it for like a year, right? It's been a year?
2: No. Oh, since earlier this year. That's right. It was uh, December TLC. uh, For some reason, I was thinking that was
0: like a (laughs) a whole year ago. I was like,
1: well, technically, if you want to look at numbers and stuff like that but six months i mean yeah it has not been a full calendar year about that um but yeah i mean they did a you know they did an okay job and i think it's just i don't know i I don't i don't like the i don't really like the look of them walking around with two belts you know like i don't mind it but i'd prefer just one i'm
2: opposite yeah more belts the better no i'm not saying get like three or four belts Mm -hmm. but i like the two belts like you know i mean i may not like Completely like it, like how John Cena puts it, but I may more may be more comfortable <laughs> doing that. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But uh, no. you know, I like the look of maybe having one around your damn it, the one around your uh, shoulder mm. and one around your waist, or maybe two on you know on one shoulder, right? Or not, me one on one shoulder, the other one on the other shoulder. Gotcha,
1: very cool. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, if that's the truth, if that if that's what they did, then you know farewell to the uh world heavyweight championship had a good run very good run
0: yeah i'm okay with it
1: so but yeah so um but back to what happened on raw you know Cena's talking about the importance of the matchup Roman Reigns comes down they have a back and forth a little bit uh Reigns kind of copy and paste what Cena was saying did you did y'all get that what like, do you mean like Cena was <clears throat> like um oh now i can't i just blanked out but he was talking about the importance of the match, and Ranger's like, "Oh, I know the I know the importance of the match, but do you think that I can win?" <laughs> or so I don't remember. <laughs> I'm blanking out. <laughs> the way you said it was awesome. <laughs> oh, no. no, I don't
0: know. That was awesome. But I mean, it kind of reminded <clears throat> me of
1: Dodgeball, like you know the movie Dodgeball, where he's he's like, Dodgeball. "Well, that's what I just said. Well, that's what I'm saying to you. All right, okay. You know, but um, I don't know.
0: I mean." Sort of what stuck out to me was that um, Reigns says to Cena, we're going to see if you're as good as you think you are.
1: That's what it was. Because Cena said that to him. He was like, I guess we'll find out on Sunday if you're as good as you think you are. And Reigns was like, well, I guess on Sunday we're going to find out if you're as good as you think you are.
0: Which is like... Booyah! Which is like... Which is... Okay. Do you think it's fair to say that Roman Reigns has had 20 or less televised... Televised single matches, singles matches in his WWE career, and I mean, and that—that's me being generous with the definition of a singles match. I would include battle royals where he was technically not on a team; he was just fighting by himself. You think it's fair to say mm. he's had twenty or less singles matches in his career? I think that is. I think that is. I'd go less than twenty. Okay. So a guy th- at least televised, right? I mean, house shows don't count because they don't observe that in continuity, right? So. A guy who's had less than twenty singles matches as far as continuity goes, so, says to a fourteen time fifteen cha- time fifteen time champion, <laughs> several mes- several several time WrestleMania main eventer, a sure fire first ballot hall of famer. <laughs> we're gonna find out if you're as good as you think you <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> what <laughs> No, he, <laughs> he knows how good he is. Everyone knows how good he is. Yes. He's proved it. You haven't proved <laughs> shit yet. You've been moderately successful as part of a team. Mm-hmm. You're the one who has to prove something. I don't ass. have nothing to hey, say. I'm just hey, saying. He is
1: a one-time WWE tag team champion. You cannot discredit that.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't really have nothing to say, but I'm just going to copy what you're going to say. Well, I'm I just going to copy what you're saying.
0: I feel, <laughs> like I feel like they're on a mission... To make to actively make me like Roman Reigns less and less every week, because I, just like everybody else, I was like, you know, he's got a lot of potential, and I like him, and you know, but it just feels like every week, it's like ah, I find a
1: new reason trying, to not like him. Yeah, I, I'm getting that same vibe from you. It's like you know, it's kind of like they're trying, they're trying to push him too far, you know, like you know. If if you want him to talk, have someone talk for him. Like, get him, get a mouthpiece for him. They don't see otherwise, him as that, though. Otherwise, let his actions do the talking. You know? It's just, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's, it's like they're trying to make him the cool, cocky guy. I am well, cool. see, that's, like, I know yeah. he's a I know he's big guy. Like, he's size he comparison, cool. he's a little bit bigger than Cena. Um, and so, yeah, he he can be intimidating, and he can.
0: Do you mean height-wise? Because Cena seems bulkier.
1: Yeah, he is. He is taller than Cena, but uh,
0: he's. He, I think he's a little bit more leaned out than. Cena.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, Cena's got some big fucking arms.
1: Yeah. You I mean, go, like, bro.
0: I feel got like
1: a headband for. A
0: his time. limited mic skills worked fine in the shield because he was covered by two other guys talking and he had like good lines that they were just waiting to deliver like insert believe in that like insert cool line here you know he in only had theory. to think of one cool thing to say yeah. yeah and also it was fine for him to have a little bit of an edge there because he was they were sort of being oppressed by this this like corporation thing where they're mm-hmm. like fighting for their lives and it's kind of it's kind of awesome, like when when people are like blatantly out to keep you down. It's sort of cool to be defiant in the face of that, right? Where it's right. sort of like, "Oh yeah, fuck you!" Like, you know, we're not going anywhere. Keep knocking us down. We're going to keep getting back up. The shit ain't over. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool to be defiant in the face of that, but to be sort of a shithead for no reason makes me like you less. Yeah, and I and I know that I, I think that that majors me may me maybe may me personally. I know a lot of people seem to tend to like, like, sort of the shitheads. I don't know. That's what, that's how, like, I sort of want, like, a... Oh, it's the
2: Attitude Era. Of course people are going to like him with all that stuff because, hey, guess what? He's saying this against Cena. We don't like Cena.
0: Well, see, like, I feel like... I, when I was younger, I could definitely get down for some shitheads, you know? Yeah. But I feel like the older I get, I feel like the more, like, I want... I don't... I sort of want, like, a more wholesome, like good guy and uh then what is available to me right now and i think that's why cena resonates with me like more than he resonates for a lot of people because uh i mean on the whole he is like a pretty stand-up guy like kayfabe was you know what i mean like he's got you can nitpick here and there but on the whole he's like he doesn't like sway in the face of what people say about him he stands for what he stands for and like he is mostly a stand-up guy and i that's why I think he resonates with me more than so much.
2: And also, um, a lot of the characters try to be uh, the cool dickhead or whatever yeah. these that's, days or whatever. That's what,
0: that's what I'm saying. I think I'm just so like I'm so far past that, and that seems like, to I'm be— got my face,
2: but guess what? I'm going to be a dickhead.
0: That's just—either that's how he's interested in presenting himself or that's how they're interested in presenting him. And it seems to be working because the crowds are really behind him, so you can't take that away from him. But that's just not what I want out of Roman Reigns, that's how to get me to not like Roman Reigns or at least no. get me to like him less and less every week. I don't know, like, I know we talk, this isn't even about Cena. We've done Cena to death. I'm sort of <laughs> like, I'm sort of like endlessly curious about why people like who they like and why they latch on to what, who they latch on to. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a wrestling fan thing? that, For the, for the purpose of this talk, I'm going to call them shitheads because that's sort of how I'm viewing <laughs> Raymond, Roman Reigns right now. But do you think it's a wrestling fan thing to to like shitheads? Do you think it's broader to that? Do you think it's like a male 18 to 35-like thing that likes shitheads? Do you think it's broader than that? Do you think it's an American thing to like shitheads? Do you think it's even broader than that? Do you think it's like where we're at at, at humanity right now that we just like shitheads? I mean, I'm not speaking for me. I'm speaking in broad terms. Right? right. Where do you, How far does it go and why do they like it? In my in my opinion, I don't I don't think it goes
1: that far. Um, I think it's just one of those things where, you know, we want to see change. We want to see something new. We want to see you know fresh faces become, you know, the stars. I think a lot of people are tired of seeing Cena and Orton and Kane and like you know all the all the people have been established for so long. Uh, you know, I think they they latch on because it's someone new, er, and. Uh, you know, they they find the guy exciting and he's got a good look to him. So, uh, so yeah, I think that would probably be my guess as to I why mean, they're he's... latching on. I mean, look at Ziggler. He's 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 flashy. He's you know pretty good on the mic, and so he's a he's a young fresh face, and so people dig that. You know, the ladies like him.
0: It, to me, it seems like with Ziggler, especially, it seems like he he goes through peaks and valleys, like, with Mm -hmm. people's interest in him. And we haven't gotten that far with Roman yet because he hasn't been pushed that hard long enough to have those peaks and valleys. Yeah. But, I mean, by that logic, wouldn't you just be able to endlessly cycle guys through the main event if all you want is a fresh face? I mean, is it it just important that it's a fresh face? I understand people saying, like, I'm tired of seeing so-and-so and and I'm tired of seeing so-and-so in that position. But there are... Decent reasons why those guys are in those positions. You may not agree with them. I think we live in a
1: time now that you know people's focus, their attention spans have have shortened down due to endless commercials and ads, and you know this and that and stuff having to be trending. It has to be now. It has to be fresh. Um, and so you know the the long time feuds have sort of died out, and we just get like these, you know, three or four week feuds. And then just move on. So if you do that, you're gonna run out of ideas really quickly. But so, I'm, I'm not
0: even going that far. I'm not even saying like it's good or bad that feuds last for a month or whatever. I'm saying like w- when it's Roman Reigns' turn to have his four month mm-hmm. like feud or whatever, why are people endless or why are people so supportive of him being shithead? Sort of what I'm getting at. But can we yeah. do can we do like a thought exercise here? Can we can we like you you're a sports you like fake sports <laughs> and this is a this is a safe place, so we're not gonna bully
1: you for liking fake sports. Okay. <laughs> but well before we get into that, uh, you know, this this is just all my on my head. Good. A lot of people, whether it be middle school, high school, they wanna fit in. They wanna be the cool kid, right? And how do how do the stereotype cool kids act? They act like douchebags. Right. They're like, Oh, I'm too cool for that. Oh, don't even worry about it. hey you know step off and so when they see that they're like man i wish i could be that guy you know i think that's i think that's what it is it's their are idolized. they're seeing what they would like to one day be in him and but so they're supporting that i
0: don't know but so but why We're would you deep on this but why would why would you want to be such an asshole like roman reigns Standing up for himself in defiance of someone who's out to like snuff him out of existence, like mm-hmm. I can see, like, like wanting to be that guy. Yeah. But like Roman Reigns, who's just like talking shit because he thinks it's cool or whatever. Like that's just the guy who's no. just an asshole to be. I an mean, asshole. it's the,
1: it's the same with you know superheroes and all that. You've got Wolverine, who's the badass trash talker, and he's one of the most beloved characters in all of comic books. You know.
0: Yeah, but there's <laughs> trying to compare decades worth of nuanced <laughs> to Wolverine material where he proves his heart of gold, where he's, mm-hmm. where he's done all the good, where he's, the stories are so nuanced that, you know, he's just like, that's his gruff exterior, but that he is true blue, got, yeah. true blue, good guy. Mm-hmm. That's like. That's fucking different than Roman Reigns who's for four minutes haven't proved that hasn't proved that he's a hero, has only proved that he's got a smart ass mouth. Maybe
1: that's what it is. Maybe we haven't reached his background, his history, his core. Maybe he, I mean he We don't know a about dickhead, the time he spent in Japan. He's trying to also <laughs> be Yoriko. cocky.
2: I mean, he's cocky too. I guess I don't know. I don't know why you would want to be that. He's cocky, cocky because
1: you know, he's he's the bulk guy. He's the big guy. So, you know, if he's like, I'm going to get in a fight with you, and I'm probably going to kick your ass, and he'll actually do it, you know?
2: I mean, I don't know why like, people what? like stuff like that. I know when I was younger, I did like stuff like that, but I liked... Okay. I liked, the, you know, the good guy stand up to the bad guy. I may do some stuff like that. But then also, I don't know. I did like the the bad slash goofy kind of guy, you know, doing stupid stuff back mm-hmm. in the past, but it's changed for me, you know. I mean I'd rather, you know <clears throat> someone who's good would do good and then you know, someone who's bad, you know, just be bad. Yeah.
0: What's a, what's your favorite sport to watch?
2: Football. Foosball.
1: Okay. Or American football. Okay. How about
0: that? Okay, American Pop. football. Um
1: hand egg for some who like Now to say can
0: it. you can you think of a guy you may you may be a fan of him and you may not be a fan of him, but can you think of a guy in the NFL who's somewhat of a veteran mm-hmm. uh, but has proved himself undoubtedly? And whether people like him because he plays for their team or whether people hate him because he doesn't, he is undoubtedly a great player, and you can't question him whether you like him or
1: not. Yeah. Who is it? Tom Brady. Tom Brady, okay. he's yeah. uh, Whether he's you a, like him a, or not. He is a well-established player. He's... Like Cena, he's similar That's to Cena. That's the analogy I'm trying to make work okay. with here. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he's he's similar to Cena. He's the established veteran, got a couple championships under his belt. Got some, some haters. He's got a lot of haters because he's good.
0: But you can't question his you can't question his talent, right? Okay, now is there maybe someone who is maybe not Brand spanking? Maybe he just got drafted. Maybe he's somewhat of a rookie. who has got a load of potential, but ultimately hasn't proven shit. But has got a really loud mouth. Like Manziel? loves to talk shit. <laughs> people, people are like, you know, people love this guy who hasn't proved anything except for that he's got potential and a big fucking mouth. No.
1: Tyler just said it, Johnny, Who's that? Johnny Manziel.
0: Okay, so that's a <laughs> lot of high
1: He had a lot of talent in in college, but I feel like it's going to be pretty bad in, in in the NFL. So,
0: do you think we can parallel him to Roman Reigns at this point? Sure. Okay, is that a fair analogy? Do you think as a, I don't know shit as a football fan, do you think it's fair to? parallel Tom Brady to John Cena and Johnny Manziel to Roman Reigns at this point? Um,
1: Yes, Tom Brady to John Cena. Questionable for Manziel to Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is, is more of the calm, cocky kind of guy, whereas Manziel is known for his partying style and all that.
0: Can like, you think of a better comparison for, uh, for Roman? Who would sort of fit that mold? Unproven, but doesn't stop fucking talking. Like, you know, like...
1: Not off the top of my head. Um, You know, there's there's a guy who's relatively new. He's, you know, two- or three-year experience. Um, And, you know, he's a talented guy. That'd be Cam Newton. Um, You could even say RG3, but RG3 doesn't run his mouth. So, But there are people out there. So,
0: how do people feel about this? Are there parallels that you can draw between how people... You said for sure you could parallel how fans feel about Tom Brady to how fans feel about John Cena. Can't question his greatness. He's going to be a fucking Hall of Famer. don't matter if you like it or not. Right. Uh, Can you make that comparison to, like, the young guy? I mean, like, how do do people flock to that younger guy in football, the shit talker who who has a load of potential but ultimately hasn't proven a goddamn thing yet, in spite of the proven guy who's proven his greatness and hate him just because he's successful? Yeah. Is Tom Brady an asshole? No. Okay. So okay. Yeah. So this is pretty fair.
1: So. I mean, he's married to a supermodel, so okay. That's that another reason for people to hate him. So
0: how <laughs> do foot? So how do football fans act in this same situation versus wrestling fans? Is it universal? Is what I'm trying to get it's, at.
1: It's territorial. Wherever you go, it, it depends on who you're asking. So you know? it's
0: a little different because teams are involved. It's well, I mean, it's it's it's
1: very similar to the way that uh you know. The WWE travels around. You know that if they go to Boston, Cena's going to get cheered. If they go to Chicago, he's getting his ass booed. You know, it's 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 this it's very similar. If you know they go to a certain town, it's going to depend on their on their history. You know, so if if say the Philadelphia Eagles come to Dallas, they're going to get their ass booed. You know, but that's with any that's with any team that travels to another another city. Right. Yeah, it sort of throws off
0: gotta, it sort of throws off what I'm trying to yeah, like go because of the team aspect. But I mean like sort sort of what I was getting at was are people in foot like are NFL fans in general, like dis- despite the fact that Tom Brady has proved that he's a credit not just to his team but to football in general, do people still flock to the young hothead, like flashy dude in spite of him? Uh, just because they're tired of his success. is what I'm saying is what I'm trying um, to say here. Are people more like, you know, well, love him or hate him. You got to respect Brady. Cause there's a fucking, cause people don't say, or far fewer people say, love him or hate him. You got to respect Cena. Right. Then Fuck him. I want to see the new guy because I'm tired of that guy. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at here.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, again, it, it depends on where you're asking the question. It's very territorial. Um, you know, like for example, uh, another good example would be uh, Tony Romo for John Cena. He's an established guy. Um, he's talented, but the fans are split on him because sometimes he doesn't come through in the clutch, though. And so the fans, even Dallas fans, they're like, "I love the Cowboys, but I hate Romo."
0: Right.
1: I love, I love Dallas, but I can't stand. But do Tony you have Romo.
2: people who are like? Okay, even though he doesn't choke, like, oh, he sucks. But like, oh no, he could do good though. They always say he could do good, but he always chokes. But though but it seems with the John Cena fans, they just hate him because yeah. they were tired of And there are and there yeah. are fans like that. They're like, I love this I love this organization
1: similar to the WWE. I love the W W E, but I hate John Cena. Yeah. I love the Dallas Cowboys, but I hate Tony Romo. It's like, yeah, he's good. He's you know, he's talented, but he throws too many interceptions and I just I don't like that. He's not you know, get rid of the guy.
0: Yeah, I mean I wasn't uh, I feel like I'm I'm not trying to push like necessarily like to be about Cena. It was more trying to be about like the do fans well will fans in general, no matter what their fans of flock to the young, uh new new fresh face, uh, who has hasn't proven anything in favor of the established guy that they're just used to seeing and sort of tired of. It's I, it's, I, I don't know enough about football to have this conversation right. with you. If
1: but, if I if I had to guess, you know, it's it's very similar to to what we're talking about. It's all about excitement. They want something new and fresh, you know. The the Cleveland Browns who drafted Johnny Manziel have been you know, one of the worst teams in NFL over the past, you know, take your number of years, okay? They've always been at the bottom and now they get, you know, now they get Johnny Manziel who's proven to be exciting and, you know, Oh man, you just wait until you see what he can do, and so they're gonna put him in there, but he's not gonna have an established team, so he's gonna go in there, everyone's gonna have high expectations for him, but I don't think that 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 the situation is going to be positive for him you know they're they're gonna put him in expecting a championship, basically, and I think it's just gonna fall flat on their face
0: but so it's 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 not an apples to apples comparison like I was trying to make. Because it's, because I don't know enough. Well, it's like, you know, he he graduated. He went to Texas A and
1: M, so there are the Texas A and M fans who are going to support him because he's a Texas A and M student going to the NFL. There are Cleveland Browns fans who are going to support him because he plays for the Cleveland Browns. You know, people in New England probably not going to care. I'm mean, like, oh yeah, I saw a game or two. You know, he was he's a talented guy. I mean, I look forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, but but
0: don't even people in imp- quote unquote impartial people, don't they? Fucking love or hate. Like, I mean, like Yeah. Like look, look, I I mean, I would venture to say that fans of the NBA have an opinion of LeBron, whether he plays for their team or yeah. not. So like, or even Kobe or a dude like that, mm-hmm. right? So whether how good he is may or may not affect me because he doesn't play for my team or he's not in the same division as my team. So we're not going to come up against each other very often. Right. Still have an opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's more of what I was trying to get at. Like for people like I'm fucking tired of seeing the old guy. I don't care how great he is. I don't care how many times he's proven that he's great. I just want a fresh face, and it doesn't matter that he hasn't proven himself. He, all he's proven is he's got potential in a big mouth. Right now, that's the only thing I was trying to say. I, yeah, it's not apples to apples, and I don't know enough about football. Right, to but what,
1: but what I'm you know, is, it's going back to what I was saying earlier. Is you know, it it depends on where it's applying. Right, you know, like if if Johnny Manziel had drafted. Had been drafted to the Patriots, which is where Tom Brady plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there would have been a there would have been a big debate. Oh, you know, is this the end for Tom Brady? Or are we going to get to see you know Manziel get any play time, or is he going to study under Brady? And then when Brady decides to call it quits, he'll be the new guy. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it it can go any any number of directions. But like I said, it's it really depends on where you're coming from for the question like if you go up to new york and say hey what are your thoughts on california they'd be like oh that state sucks hey what do you think about hey california what do you think about new york oh that state sucks you know it's it's, it's it has nothing to do with you know experience it's just oh well i know where i'm living now and i think it's better so i don't know it's just we're getting weird yeah way i mean off topic, but i
0: don't know i was trying to i was just trying to get like, I, I get
1: where you're going right but uh
0: I was just trying to get out of the box. I was just trying to say, is this just a wrestling fan thing that people feel this way, yeah. or is it a broader thing? You know, what it's I mean?
1: it's the fans who liked who liked what the Shield was doing, who didn't like Cena. It's the fans who are like, all right, new faces, sweet. I I can get behind this guy. You know, I can get behind Ambrose. I can get behind Rollins. Oh, I can't get behind Ro- Rollins. He sold out. Boo. So, you know, it's just. And and again, it depends on what city they go to, you know. I mean, we heard we heard the reactions. Cena got a half and half reaction whenever he came out. Roman Reigns got majority cheers, you know. Yeah. But if they were to go to Boston, it'd be cheers for both. Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Guys. I was trying to. Ha- I was trying. I don't know if we we raised any interesting points or not. I don't, cause, <laughs> I don't know. Wait, there you go, sports fans. We talked about sports. Sports guys,
1: hey. fake sports, yeah, fake sports, hand eggs. So yeah, so there you go. So um, so yeah. With that being said, you know, we got to see a, you know, Dean Ambrose on the uh, on the Titantron saying, "Hey guys, don't don't bicker and argue. We got to focus about our our match tonight, the six man tag match." And hey,
2: Roman, I know that we haven't talked in a while, <laughs> but get what, your
1: shit together. But what's up? What's so, up? So um, so yeah, so you know, Ambrose is talking smack on Kane and Orton and Rollins and. Happens to glance over his shoulder and notice that Kane, Rollins, and Orton are over his shoulder. So they kick the crap out of him, and uh, and they, I mean, they really lay into him. But um, the the thing that kind of bugged me about this is that you know normally when there's a backstage scruffle of some sort, there's either officials, there's referees, or there's the people that he's talking to who are in the middle of the ring coming to try and rescue the guy. Yeah. There, there was none of that. There was nothing. So, um, you know, you can say, Oh, the authority told the refs and author- and you know, officials to stay back, but where was Roman Reigns? Where was John Cena during all this?
2: Well I Roman would Roman argue- Reigns doesn't give a shit. <laughs> John Cena, hey, he got beat up by those two at one point. No, did uh, he? Yeah.
0: Well, I would argue that they went they cut from the backstage to the commercial, so they didn't show a ring. We don't know if those guys left or not.
1: Uh, no, they were standing in the ring while they were talking,
0: and then Ambrose was on talking to them. Right, but we never cut back to the ring once right. he started getting attacked, so we don't know if, like, they just didn't know where he was, and they were li- like we never cut back to the ring. We don't know if they were just standing there watching or not. <laughs> this uh, is what hey, I would argue. We, should, we, we should. went from the backstage to the commercial break, so we don't yeah. know if they left or not. Hey, we should get in back fairness. there. <laughs> in fairness.
1: Should we get back there? See how he's doing? But, I mean, nope. that was a long beatdown, so you figure at some point in time you would have heard someone, you know, Dean, Ambrose, hey. You know, hey, guys, knock it off, but... Was not the case, so uh, I did like the little uh, bit of rebellion from Ambrose, where he was like, "Is that the best you've got?" And then they lay into him a little bit more, um, but yeah, so uh, not too bad of a start. Uh, the first matchup we got to see Miz going up
2: against Sheamus. You like his uh, Titantron?
1: No, I didn't. Uh, Miz uh, posted his face on the Titantron throughout the duration of the match, and as Kind of a weird thing, but whatever.
2: He's a movie star. Damn
1: it. And it's all about the moneymaker. Don't forget the moneymaker. Did we say moneymaker? Hey, moneymaker. So, they like to drive stuff down your throats. So, um, Miz ends up defeating Sheamus. What are you guys' thoughts on the match? No interest?
0: Uh, I mean, I it's, it was
1: all to drive the point of, oh, there's going to be an intercontinental battle royal battleground. Champion. Champion. Yeah. So... Anything to take away from the matchup?
0: I mean not really. Uh, like I, I was fine with the uh face on the Titan Tron stuff. I feel like it doesn't make me like Miz anymore, but I thought it's like it's at least a step in the right direction. At least they're trying to do something.
1: Yeah. They're just trying to make him that bad guy that no one wants to see. So uh after that we got we actually we had a lot of backstage segments in this raw and uh I feel like it takes away the focus of what's happening in the ring a lot. Um you know, a couple of weeks ago when they had the really good episode of Raw and everyone was talking about, man, that was so good. They didn't have very many backstage segments. In this one, we got, you know, three at least uh, mm-hmm. for the, the authority. And then we got one that was a Sonic commercial. There was one, you know, it's just it was a lot of backstage stuff, and I don't like when they do that. But uh, we got to see a lot of dysfunction backstage between Orton, Kane, and Rollins throughout the night.
0: Um, I've got a problem with the... Uh like Sonic commercials and stuff. Like, if if I have to sit through actual commercials, then I shouldn't have to sit through commercials in your in your show. Yeah. Product placement is one thing. If you want to throw some Mountain Dew's up on the announce table, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But I don't need
2: like. The, the liquor or the, <laughs> the hard Sonic? sweet tea.
1: and
0: Well, it's one thing if, like, you're going to do it on the pay-per-view or the quote-unquote special event, whatever they want to call them, because it's on the network and you're not necessarily getting ad revenue from yeah. that. That's one thing. But uh, if you're on network TV and I have to sit through real commercials, I don't want to see your fucking in-show commercials.
2: Poorly acted in-show commercials. that's bullshit. That. Hey, Adam Rose. It's total bullshit. Uh, we're not doing nothing with you right now, but... Um, we're in business with Sonic, <laughs> so yeah. Here you go. Talk about it.
1: It seems like Adam Rose is going to be the new spokesperson. Like you know, because this is the second commercial. This is the second like live commercial that they've done. One was the sweet tea or spiked tea or whatever it was, hard tea with San- uh, Santino, and now they have a Sonic commercial where Sandow is roller skating. Which
0: Sandow's a car hop is my favorite character he's done so far. <laughs> yeah,
2: it beats Vince. <laughs>
0: Wow. Ooh. So, uh, so yeah, just a waste of time.
2: but um, we did.
0: Everyone's got events. How many Sonic Carhops th- have you
2: seen? In That's the- good true. point. Good point. Everyone yeah. does their impression events. Very fair.
1: So, uh, next up we got to see uh, Dolph Ziggler going up against Fandango. Uh, and this matchup uh, was fairly short. Uh, Ziggler ends up getting the uh, victory after Layla and Summer caused a distraction. And Ziggler won. And... Then he got a kiss from Layla and Summer, and it's the feud that won't die, and...
2: Then they go... They
1: then they go... Other. Yeah, they leave with each other, so...
2: On uh, com or WWE, on Facebook, whatever, they showed a picture of Dolph Ziggler and Layla and... Uh, they were grabbing Summer. his ass. Yeah. Who He's wants like, to play Yay. a game a
1: grab ass? So, um...
2: Bye-bye, Fandango? It's just, I don't... I don't know... The fuck that's going on?
1: Yeah, I mean... You have Layla who hates Summer. You have Summer who hates Layla. Then they're all of a sudden like. They made up on SmackDown. Yeah, I saw that. It's like, hey, rather than fight over this guy, let's just kick his ass and then we'll be BFS. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know. So, anyways, this feud does not seem to be dying anytime soon. I would like for this feud to die soon, but it. Doesn't seem to be happening Nope Uh, Next up we got to see The Usos coming out Doing their You know Tribal dance Do it Getting ready to uh, Pump up the crowd Do it No And then uh, Then Harper and Rowan
2: But they're like Dance Dance Pop So uh,
1: Pop
0: Pop (laughs) So Harper and Rowan Magnitude uh, (laughs) Harper
1: and Rowan Attack the Usos And uh, no matches Is had from that um, so it's only to play into the battleground coming up this Sunday. Uh, next up, we got to see Rusev and Lana have a debate or whatever it was called with uh, Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger. Uh, a lot of people were digging this. You know, fans were hot for chanting USA, USA, just uh, to just to annoy, Rusev. Just to annoy Lana. Um, but you know, taking from what Doug said, um, whenever Swagger made his quote air quote face turn it doesn't seem like they've shown any kind of remorse. They're not changing their style they're just directing it to a different person and the fans just happen to agree with the person now. Yeah. So
0: thoughts on the debate or uh, whatever it
1: is you want to call it
0: It was sort of dumb. The only awesome part about it was that Lana was so flustered she couldn't think of anything to say other than to call them stupid which had me are <laughs> so
1: stupid and being
2: stupid
0: why are you so stupid i sort of love that they got so underneath she got so rattled <laughs> that she couldn't think of anything but stupid but uh they're
2: all stupid <laughs> right. shut up
0: yeah other than that you know i don't buy into the funny like patriotism thing so i'm stupid. not it's not i'm not moved by that and stupid. i don't know i sort of said made my point about how neither one of these are good guys so i don't yeah, know who i'm supposed to cheer for yeah.
1: it's we cheer for lana <laughs> Sure, for Lana's legs, so uh, yeah. Page's ass. Page ass, so uh, <laughs> there you go. So uh, you yeah, know, but I'm, I'd like to talk about it a, a little more. But there's not really much to talk about. Like Doug said, it's it's two bad guys, and the fans are just playing hometown but, and the, favorite.
2: And the they're gonna go their separate ways after this, and still be the same way. I would think.
1: Yeah, I mean, after Rusev. What's next for Swagger and and Zeb for their campaign of get out of the country? How many evil foreigners are there on the roster aside from Rusev?
2: Oh, no. He's going to go after Seamus. He's going to go after Bad News Barrett. Seamus.
1: And Seamus if he turns heel. And Paige if she turns heel. And that's about it. So, and that's only if they turn heel, and Barrett is out with an injury right now. But he will be at Battleground this Sunday, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, some bad news for you. So, uh, next up, we got to see Alberto Del Rio going up against RVD. Uh, pretty short matchup. It was another one of those matches just to promote the uh, Battle Royal um, for Battleground. Um, short matchup, Del Rio ends up getting the victory. I don't have any problems with it. You? No? No? So, next up, we got to see another short matchup. Nikki Bella in a two-on-one handicap match against Alicia Fox and Cameron, since the Funkadactyls have split.
2: Cameron?
0: Yeah.
1: What are they What are they going to do for Total Divas?
2: You know what they're going to do. You, they're uh, going to hate on each other.
0: Did you make an air jack off motion when he said that? What are you going to do for Total Divas? <laughs> Total Diva.
1: Mm. Uh, so, uh, no. You know. But, uh... Yeah, Alicia Fox and Cameron end up getting the victory. Cameron almost got pinned on that one, so it kind of seems like they're making her the, you know, I'm diva, licious or you know, I'm I'm the queen diva, but I can't wrestle at all. <laughs> so it's like as soon as she tags in, someone rolls her up and almost gets the win or does get the win, so so she has to tag back out. So What else? Anything to take away from the matchup? Nope. No. Okay. So next up, we got to see. Something that got the internet buzzing, that's oh for no, sure. Oh, no, Sting
2: is about to come out.
1: We got the announcement of Sting going to be appearing Yay!
2: in WWE 2K15. Boo! <laughs> what the fuck? No, I'm pumped for that, though, really. Yeah, I so am.
1: Sting has been announced going to be in WWE 2K15 pre-order character. Two different ones. Two different characters. Um, excellent trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, If they were going to bring him in, that would have been a great way to do it. Uh, I posted that on the Facebook page. You know, they should have started like if if they were gonna bring him like as part of the roster for a matchup. You know, start with the room, just the chairs, and then you know have someone bring a cello or something and set it down next to the chair. You know, and then fade out, and then the next week you see a couple more instruments in the chairs, and you know a couple people are walking by and taking a seat and all that and fade out, and then like the next week you have the rafters where. You know, they showed him walking across the rafters, so they could have just shown that and be done with it. And so that would have gotten people buzzing, They're like, "What is going on? Why are we seeing this little snippet? It's not something for USA Network. It's obviously WWE. They've got the logo in the corner. So what could it be?" And then you know, they start, you know, <laughs> you know, practicing their instruments, like you know, the typical orchestra sound that you hear, the <laughs> just a clutter of music. And then the final week is whenever they they have the big reveal. I think that would have been pretty kick-ass um but this trailer is really good for it too so um so i'm you know i'm really looking forward to wwe 2k 15 on my ps4 whenever i get it
2: he has ps4 and you're gonna get you PS4. already have one i just
0: got one nice
2: yeah very cool i'm left out You have yeah, with PS4. it yet i got it i've
0: been playing infamous Second soon. Um, is it good pretty fun
2: yeah yeah sweet um yeah, I talked to Dan- Daniel about this uh, earlier, but uh, I want to get your thoughts. Like, I think it would be hilarious if, like, I mean, I don't know what Sting's going to do, if what kind of contract he signed. Or I know he's going to be in the game, but would it be hilarious? Because they have this merch out. They yeah. have they, they have a shirt Sting out. shirts. Shirts. Yeah. Anything else? Just shirts? Not at the moment. But what would be so funny is he's in the <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. Okay, he appear- he appears on some documentaries uh, for WWE right. Network and all yeah, that stuff. He has a that. shirt. But he never shows up on, like, Raw or SmackDown or does any promos for it. And later on, they put him in the Hall of Fame. He never does. I think that would be kind of hilarious. He
1: gets put, put in the Hall of Fame as a wrestler who never wrestled for, for WWE. WWE. Yeah. That would be but, interesting.
2: But I do want to see him on, like, yeah. Raw or SmackDown, you know? Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I think a bit I just think that would be hilarious though.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'd be uh, very interesting to say the least. So we'll have to see what they what they plan to do with Sting. So um uh, have to just take it as we go. But next up we got to see Big E going up against Cesaro. Uh big hitting matchup. Big E ends up getting the victory. Uh Paul Heyman nowhere to be seen until later on that night. Um anything to really take away from the matchup?
0: Unfortunately, I don't uh, either. Don't recall or don't seem to have any points to make about any of the actual in-ring work yeah. this week. I don't Zara know. went
1: and grabbed the chair, and Kofi took it away from him.
0: boop. And... yeah,
1: yeah, that's about it.
0: Well, didn't he? He got picked up for the he Put picked him up for the beginning, but he got out of it. right?
1: Yeah. Okay. So. um
2: yeah. They're going mean, to be in a battle royale. Very, it wasn't huh? a very long
0: match, right?
1: No, no a lot of the sh- a lot of the matches were short this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I didn't have a whole lot of focus time. So... I find it
0: hard to if a match is going to go like under fi- or I don't know, like three minutes or so, three or four minutes. I find it hard to like criticize because I don't know. It's super hard to tell like a compelling story in like three minutes. Yeah, like I don't know.
1: I, I personally could never do it. Especially that. since they like to go to commercial right, right in the middle of the matchup as well. And, you know, they they have, you know, five backstage segments. They have commercial breaks. They have app plugs and network plugs and trailers and all that. So, it's just a whole lot, you know, for them to cover. And then it's like, oh, by the way, we have a wrestling match going on right now, but don't worry about that. So, like, like even in the Miz and Sheamus match, they... They were in the middle of the match, and they take over the screen to show the people who are participating in the 20-man Battle Royal. Like, wh- where's the focus? They're basically saying, don't even pay attention to this matchup. Look who's going to be in this match. Yeah. Like, what are they thinking? Like, I don't know. But, um, it's just crazy. But uh, after that, we got to see uh, uh, Chris Jericho come out and cut a promo about how he's seen it all. He's been through it all, and... um you know he's never seen anything like Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt comes on the TitanTron and cuts a promo on him saying, "Hey, remember when the world needed you to save them? Where have you been? You you've left them." So looks like he's trying to save the world or something. I don't know. But uh another up to up for interpretation promo from Bray Wyatt. Um and then uh Jericho gets jumped by Harper and Rowan.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I felt like um, I felt like he was going somewhere with the start of his promo, but I like I don't know the... I, I don't have a feeling for the point of why they're, they're why feuding. They're
1: yeah. yeah. And even, you know, Jericho was asking, hey, I want to know why you're doing this, and we still never got an answer. So they're just doing it just to do it, but uh, I guess just to have a name, you know, to, to go over. Oh, yeah, I
0: understand from a booking standpoint why they would put that feud together, but mm-hmm. from a... A storytelling yeah
1: they haven't established right. it well enough but um i did see a couple comments that made me chuckle they're like okay jericho you say you've been th- you've been through it all so you've obviously you obviously know the style in which the wyatt family attacks So when the lights go out get out of the ring or you know there was another comment that said what's the point of having a jacket that lights up if you're not even going to turn it on when the lights went out so yeah just something to chuckle at so, uh, so yeah, just I mean, it's all just building towards the uh, the pay-per-view. But the uh, next matchup, we got to see AJ Lee going up against Eva Marie with Paige on commentary. Um, another short matchup, AJ Lee ends up getting the victory. Hey,
0: this is unrelated to this match, but um, it just made me think of it because you said AJ Lee. I want to – it was probably on SmackDown. She had a match on SmackDown this, this week, didn't she? I believe – Well, she won with a. Did she win with the Shining Wizard on SmackDown or on Raw this week? Whatever, like. No, she
1: won with the with her submission on this week on Raw.
0: Okay, on uh, SmackDown, or maybe she didn't win with it, but I know she hit she hit the Shining Wizard on SmackDown at least. Do you find it weird that their selection of what moves they will call and what moves they won't call? Like, do you find it odd that he will any suplex variation is described as a throw, but he will. He literally said Shining Wizard. Like didn't you think if even if you're trying to tone down like calling it moves, wouldn't it make more sense to call the Shining Wizard a knee strike or a kick instead of specifically naming the the variation? But you can't even say suplex instead of throw. Isn't that seem like the ass backwards way of doing that?
1: Yes. I don't know. That's another. That's just one of the things that bu- that bugs me is you know the the way in which they conduct commentary. Half the time I they're bet trying
2: match striker.
1: In a in a way, yeah, I kind of do because he he you know showed enthusiasm towards the match. Not oh, check out our YouTube show. You know, yeah. don't worry yeah. about what's happening on Raw or SmackDown. Go to YouTube, and watch the JBL and Cole show. Watch what we're doing backstage. Ha ha ha. You know it's. Or, or whenever they just sit there and just argue with one, ano- one another about something completely irrelevant to the matchup itself. Like, I would prefer Matt, the the names of the holds and the names of the kicks. I, I would much more prefer that over bickering and arguing.
0: But they aren't even, like, u- uniform in the decisions that they make. They don't even, like, stick to what they make. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I can't even be mad at it. I'm just baffled by it. Like-
1: yeah. And the whole JBL... JBL's tone really annoys me a lot of the times. It's like, you know, Cole, you don't know what you're talking about, you know? And then they call him out on something. He's like, well, I'm just doing my job.
0: What do you want, what do you want me to do, Cole? I'm, I'm just trying to earn my paycheck. What do you want me to do? Be good at commentary or something? Yeah. So,
1: it's just, I don't know. It just gets annoying because it's like three people trying to do one job and none of them are doing it. So, and I know, yeah, he's—they all have someone in their earpiece telling them what to say to an extent, hey, but good lord,
2: I started getting behind the Jimmy on Cole show though. Well, not them promoting it, just I just randomly watched it and it's stupid shit. But like I sat there and just watched it and I enjoyed it. Yeah, but. I mean you don't need to take away from the show. With exactly. it. I totally understand that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's in the middle of a matchup and they're like, Oh hey, by the way they do
2: stupid shit that doesn't pertain to any really like yeah. anything for raw. It just has its
1: own storyline. It's just something you from need to bring the,
2: Clem Layfield that is actually Heath Slater.
1: Just something from the do when they're backstage and just I don't know, it just bugs the heck out of me. But uh AJ Lee ends up defeating Eva Marie. And then uh, she sits in front. That's of, it. Yeah. And then she sits in front of Paige and they're like, oh, hey, great match. Oh, I like your hair. Oh, we're frenemies. We're friends, but we're enemies. So it's cool. Yeah. So I don't know where they're going with that either. Thanks. So um, next up, we got to see this is the match that has all the podcast listeners, everyone who's listening to our show. This is going to be the one. Let's get the people talking.
2: Suns out, guns out. Yes, <laughs> that is Bo Dallas. It's like two of my guys I really like. I
1: Bo Dallas. How can I pick between them? Going up against the great Kali, so I'm outnumbered in this one as far as
2: favoritism. You're, on, you you're
0: off if you if you can't clearly pick a pick a team, then you're clearly
2: off team Kali. Oh shit! Okay, now I'm a Kali. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. This was your chance to believe. I'm a Kali.
1: Bo Lee versus Kahlever? Oh, why didn't we pick that up during the uh during that the Raw. should be
2: a match on the pay-per-view?
1: No. So actually yes, because then Kali can lose on the pay-per-view. No, Kali so, can destroy. Because it. Bo Dallas, Bo Lever, got the victory over Great Kali. Fifteen and Bo. Great stuff. Match of the night, I'll say.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> suck it. Any, Seth. Yeah, I was about to say any words to Seth Rickson? <laughs> yeah.
1: Suck it. So uh Doug and Tyler, your great your great hero has fallen to the mighty Bow Dallas. The inspirational Hey don't don't make Bo fun Dallas. of him.
2: He could trip easily and fall, okay? Stop <laughs> making fun of Kali.
1: He has fallen no. to the mighty Bow Dallas. And the Bo Dog. The Bowdog. The running Bowdog. So anything to take away from the match?
0: No, not really.
1: Actually won by count out, so which counts in either way. It's still a bullshit. It's still a victory. Sort a pussy
0: way to win, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so next up we got to see Ric Flair come out, give his endorsement to Cena. That's pretty much it's
0: like winning by it's like winning by it because Kali Like the only way you could have got a cheaper win is if <laughs> Kali would have got DQ'd for like not breaking, like punching him <laughs> a bunch or something. But it's still a win. <laughs> and that's all that matters and W-Z-W. because all you have to do is believe
1: <laughs> so uh yeah rick flair comes out endorses cena takes the world heavyweight championship and runs and then that brings us into the main event cena and reigns going up against orton rollins and kane since ambrose had to be taken to a nearby facility for evaluation the uh, match ends up being a disqualification after Orton and Kane gang up on Cena. Ref calls for the bell. Hey, that's enough. Um, everyone hits their finishers, and the fans go home mediocre. Um, but it did appear that Rollins injured his knee or his ankle or something, some part of his leg. Um, doctors had to go and look at him. They said they had to help carry him off. After the after Raw went off the air, but I thought it was just selling, that's okay. and that's that's another thing. A lot of people were saying, "Well, we can we can confirm that it's it was that he's okay, right?" Which you know, I'm glad to hear. I don't I didn't want him to to be injured, right, right. Um, but
0: neither, neither did I. I just like I didn't pick it didn't come across as injury to me. I thought he was just selling.
1: Yeah, um, see, I didn't get a good enough look at it, but I saw the the doctor run across the stage, or, oh, okay. you know, in the background. I was like, oh, that's, you know, I don't think that's a good sign. And they said that uh, Charles Robinson, you know, put his hands up in the axe, which, you know, take take it what you will. Sure. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, if, if Rollins is okay, then I'm glad. Then uh, then it'll be okay. But other than that, nothing really to take away from the matchup. It was a typical break everything down and make sure to watch Battleground this weekend. So
0: Speaking of Battleground, We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks.
2: We got to hear those picks. picks.
1: And with that, it is time for our Battleground Predictions uh, taking place this Sunday, if we haven't said it enough times already. Um, We have the kickoff match, Cameron versus Naomi, the Battle of the Funkadactyls. Who's going to be funky? So, um... Yeah. So, uh, Tyler, we'll kick things off with you. Who are you going to pick, Cameron or Naomi? Uh, I feel
2: like Cameron. Um, really? Yeah. They, she's been kind of... <laughs> He's backing that up. Uh, I don't know. She, she's been kind of getting the shit, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I know she'll, like, laugh at someone or, I mean, uh, Naomi and all it, because she's laughing and all that. But, I don't know. I just feel like going, Cameron, Yeah. I don't want to, but I feel like it.
1: It's because you're uh, you're supporting beast mode, right? Yeah, that's kind
2: that's, of that's it. what it is. Kind of.
1: So, uh, so Doug, how about you?
0: I'm gonna have to go with Naomi.
1: Naomi. Naomi going yes. against going against beast mode. Oh, that's Earth Two,
0: man. That <laughs> doesn't
2: it doesn't apply.
1: All right. Um. It's hard to pick because Naomi was not featured on Raw this past week, so they didn't get any kind of interaction, which is weird. Um, That's why it's kickoff. I feel like, you know, you have seen Cameron. Every time she's been tagged in during a match, she's gotten her ass beat. She's been pinned. She's had the near falls. Um, I feel like she would be the one to get the victory here and just be able to rub it in naomi's face you know does naomi need the win no she's a, she's established she's you know very athletic i feel like cameron would need the win more than uh than naomi so i'm gonna go with cameron on this one so. also to uh esta- further f- further establish her heel character so uh tyler kick off the uh the, the next matchup
2: jack swagger versus rusev rusev so uh so yeah, battle of I don't know how America long this gonna, yeah America and Rusev. I don't I don't know how long this feud's gonna go for, but like uh, I'm gonna pick Rusev. Rusev. All right. How about you, Doug?
0: I think Jack Swagger is a calf that's being fattened up to be led to the slaughter. Oh. They, they built him up just to feed him to Rusev. Yeah. Rusev. Rusev. They well, wasn't Crush. doing a goddamn thing until Rusev came along. So they're like, <laughs> hey, you
1: going on, go on out there. Yeah, Rusev, I think Rusev goes You don't there. think uh they're they, they'd try to establish
0: swagger a little more?
2: Swagger. No,
0: I think swagger. Rusev is the project they're working on. Yeah. I think swagger is the You think swag you think they're trying to establish swagger? I think they're just fattening him up fattening him up to send him to the slaughter. No.
1: I think that's what Big E was for. I think uh you know, Swagger's got the size, he's got the, you know, credentials. The All American, you know, two time All American, uh, two time, two
0: time All American. You think Swagger of this pairing? You think Swagger is their project? I think I thought Rusev was their project. No, I think I think this
1: is a way to establish both guys. I think getting Swagger giving Swagger the win would enrage Rusev, uh, to the point that the feud would not be over. I think like it would be one of you know Lana would be like that was a fluke, you know. However, you want to decide, Rusev wouldn't tap out. That's for sure. Uh, it would be, you know, just some freak accident and Swagger gets the victory, where you know Lana's like, this isn't over. You know, you might have won this one, but you know, it was it was a fluke victory, and you know they'll they'll continue it at SummerSlam. Um, but I I think uh, I think Swagger's going to take it. That's uh, it's a I know it's an odd pairing, but. It, you know, It's like, where would Rusev go after this? I feel like this, this feud kind of needs to stick around a little bit. And I think having Swagger get the win, only to enrage Rusev to want to... Because when the feud started, and where it is right now, Rusev didn't want anything to do with Swagger. So now, you want to have Rusev focused directly on Swagger, saying, no, I didn't... Okay, I wanted to just... I didn't want anything to do with you, but now you are my target. You are my goal. You are, you know, I am here to destroy you.
0: See, I feel like the complete opposite. I feel like Rusev is just a big mean guy who can beat up anybody. I feel like Swagger is the guy whose gimmick depends on other people's nationalities. So I feel like (laughs) where does Swagger go from here? Uh, Uh, Another reason why I think the, uh, the feud would continue. Yeah, but, I mean, like, you fuck finish the good guy first. You don't fuck finish the bad guy. Yeah. Like you want to see the good guy overcome eventually, like win the war. He's not gonna. The good guy doesn't win the battle, but the good guy wins the war. That's why yeah. that guy prevails initially. Rusev, That's why I, I think I think Rusev anyway. I mean,
1: so y'all are picking. So y'all are both picking Rusev. Yeah, I'll go out a limb on this one. I'll say Swagger. Just you know,
0: I don't know. I just I have one of those
1: feelings, but it'll probably be a wrong feeling. So, anyways, so Doug, um, what's the uh, what's the next matchup gonna be? We've got. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins got the 20-man Battle Royal for the IC title. AJ versus Paige, Usos versus Wyatt family, uh, Jericho versus Bray Wyatt, and Fatal Four Way. There's a lot of matches actually announced for this card. I'm impressed.
0: Let's let's go Ambrose and uh, Rollins.
1: Okay, so uh, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. Ambrose finally getting a chance to get his hands on Rollins. Are you gonna go with on this one?
0: Well I think this is a tough call because you know how they love to punish the guy. They love the job the guy who's got the case. Yeah. Uh and but it feels like if there's ever an exception to that rule it would be this time. Mm-hmm. If nothing else because of Roland's alignment. But uh I don't know, it feels like I don't know why Ambrose would go go over here first. I don't know.
1: Well, here's a here's a question for you. Um, since you think that the the injury that Rollins had, I wasn't on even Raul, thinking about that. Well, yeah, that's where is I'm it, going.
0: Okay, is it established that it is or he is or isn't
1: injured? Whatever it may have been, if it was planned, do you think that might that might affect? how it plays out on battleground. Like, have have Rollins come out, leg all taped up, and be like, I don't know if you saw what happened on Raw. I know you were in the hospital or whatever, but my leg is injured. I can't compete tonight. You know, and say Ambrose demands the matchup. Rollins, you know, makes quick work of him or something. I don't
0: know. I I sort of feel like in order for...
1: It is a stretch.
0: (laughs) I, I, I sort of feel like... They're going to continue with uh, the story of Ambrose, like, thwarting Rollins' cash-ins. Mm-hmm. And I feel for, I feel like for Ambrose to remain, like, uh, motivated to, like, ruin Rollins, that he can't get his revenge just yet. So I feel like Rollins has to go over here. Okay. Even though they usually like to punish the guy with the case and job him the fuck out, yeah. just because you're surprised when he actually wins with it. Yeah. Hey, he
1: finally won a match. Oh, it's for the
0: title. Right. So I guess I guess I feel like Rollins, but I feel like this is a hard call. I don't
2: know. Okay. I can go with that. The other one with the job the person with the title or with the uh Brief briefcase. Case. So I'm going with uh
1: Ambrose. Going with Ambrose. Okay. I uh, I'm going to pick with I'm going to go with Rollins on this one. I feel like um, you know, they're trying to make him the established guy and, you know, get the get the victory so he's like okay i've got ambrose out of my way now there's nothing holding me back from you know cashing in but ambrose is still going to be there to to thwart his attempts uh later on down the road so but i'm going with rollins on this one so um we're we're split on a lot of these uh this time around uh let's do the uh the 20 man battle royal for the. Uh, do we know who's hauling it i mean there's a lot of people are all these
2: up in that beach. In there. picture uh
1: i don't i didn't see him um, I can try and pull out the, uh, it's, uh, information, but pop
2: pop in it.
1: I don't know who that is. So no
2: magnitude What? what?
1: No. So, um, uh, I don't know, but, uh Hmm. It's a, it's going to be tough to tough to call because they haven't really had anyone kind of shine in this uh, situation. No, Miz is going to be in there. Miz is going to be in it.
2: Uh, Seamus.
1: We've got one of the Los Matadores, Sin Cara, um, oh, here we go, Cesaro, Kofi Kingston, Great Khali, e, Rob Van Dam, Dolph Ziggler, Big E, Ryback, Curtis Axel, Del Rio, Bo Dallas, Sheamus, Fandango, Sin Cara, Zack Ryder, The Miz, Diego, R-Truth, Xavier Woods, Heath Slater, and Titus O'Neil. I'm going to go with Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Interesting choice. So... And keep in mind that the 15 and Bo record, the undefeated record, is only for singles competition. It does not apply here. So just just something to keep in mind. He's not
0: 15, no.
1: 15 and Bo. He's 15 Lee. and 1. No, he's not. <laughs> so who are you going to go with on this one?
0: I was also going to go with Bo. Bo I, Dallas. I, I, can, I can see them giving it to Sheamus in an attempt to unify, but uh, I think Bo Dallas is getting it. Hmm. Interesting choice. I think I'll go with Bo as well.
1: Cause I believe, so, <laughs> so there you go. So, uh, let's is that see.
0: your Bo Dallas face?
2: <laughs> no, that was just me. across my eyes face.
0: <laughs> I thought that was a Bo Dallas. Impression. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, uh, so yeah, all three of
1: us picking Bo Dallas for the uh, for the twenty man battle royal. So we'll have to see that, or he'll be the one who cuts the promo right as all twenty guys are in the in the ring. He'll be in the center and he's like.
0: I believe, I believe, I believe in, in all of
1: y'all, each and every one of you, that you are going to win. And they just toss him out first. I
0: Believe I can be fifteen and two. Yeah, who Call, did he, who Kali
1: did eliminates
2: is, him first. Those those rumbles loss the battle royal. It doesn't count. It's it not counts. singles yeah, competition. B-
0: a loss is a loss. It's not singles
2: competition. They don't, they don't specify. He who makes those
0: rules singles
1: competition. They
0: don't, they don't say that. They say he's fifteen and 0. He's not. He's fifteen and one. He's right, fifteen
1: and bow. So, uh, so, yeah. So Tyler, go ahead and pick up the uh, the next matchup. Which one are we going to talk about? There's four remaining.
2: Usos versus
1: Harper and Rowan. All right. This was actually announced as a two out of three falls, which is interesting. I don't know if it's like elimination style or if it's just, you know, someone gets the pin. All right. You guys stand up, go to your corners and let's restart this or what. But uh, who are you going to go with on this one? Harper and Rowan. Yeah. Harper and Rowan. New tag team champions? Yep. Yep. All right. How about you, Doug? Still thinking. Um, oh, this one, this one's tough because like.
2: So I got something that can help you.
1: I feel like they've lost. I feel like uh, you know both teams have kind of lost a little bit of momentum. Um, but do you
0: think that they they've wrestled each other a gazillion times? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of lost its pizzazz. That's that's the joke. I was yeah. making a joke. Yeah. Of course they have no momentum. because They aren't going anywhere.
1: <laughs> so I don't. I mean, it's it's a toss-up on this one. They're obviously going to go to three falls, um, but I think
0: <sighs>
1: I'll go Harper and Rowan to win this. Or, <sighs> I don't have a preference. Are there any
0: heel t- uh, tag teams that could be contenders off the top of your head? Rybacksol. Yeah, but well they have, they, stop, they stop letting them win matches, right?
1: Then that's it, <laughs> unless you want to put Heath Slater with someone.
0: No. Don't put Clem with anyone. Are there any uh, babyface teams winning matches?
1: Goldust and Stardust.
0: So that's where they're going with Harper and Rowan?
1: Uh, ah. R-Truth and Xavier Woods you at least have Lost a little Matadores. bit more yeah Los Matadores so you have more options putting them on a heel
0: yeah I'll go with the uh, Wyatts
1: All right. So there you go so uh, so Doug got three matches remaining which one are you going to pick we've got Jericho and Wyatt Divas title match or Fatal 4-Way
0: let's do the Divas
1: Divas alright AJ Lee versus Paige the rematch of all rematches for Divas so uh, who are you going to go with on this one
0: I guess I'll keep it on AJ.
1: All right. How about you, Tyler? Same. Same. All right. I'm gonna pick AJ as well. Uh, a lot of people. You're gonna s- pick Page. No, a lot of people been saying Page will turn heel from this matchup. Um, so we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, guess we'll do Chris Jericho versus Bray Wyatt next. Uh, I mean, you got to go with Bray Wyatt. You got to build for the future, right? So Jericho doesn't need the win bray wyatt could always use the name so i'm picking bray wyatt tyler
2: agree
1: agree all right doug all third it. all right so uh that takes us into the uh, main event john cena versus kane versus randy orton versus roman reigns in a fatal four-way uh complete toss-up no idea it oh, can man. go in an, any number of directions but uh i'm gonna pick uh i'm gonna pick john cena to retain in this Dude. one yeah,
2: that's a that's that's a hard pick, man. Uh, John Cena, John Cena, Doug.
0: I just did every I just did every John Cena taught in succession. Yes, it was pretty good too. So uh, I'm gonna go with John Cena. All right. How about Pinfall
1: or submission? Pinfall. Yeah. Pinfall. Who's he
2: pin?
0: Roman Reigns. Oh, oh. yes, that
2: would be cool. Yeah. Well. It's either Roman Reigns or Randy Orton, I feel like. I'll say submission Orton. I really want him to get the win on Reigns, but I don't think that will happen, though. No. I nah, think I it'll mean, be Orton. Orton. I don't. I
0: actually don't think he'll pin Reigns. I mean... That'd be cool, though. You want people talking. You don't want to kill Reigns. I mean, you don't want to stomp Reigns.
1: And up. Cena turns heel because Roman Reigns is clearly the
0: favorite. <laughs> Cena never nah. will turn nah. heel, okay? No. I'll you're never. right. You're right. It'll be Orton or Kane. It, he won't pick
1: Yeah. It would be interesting to see, though. So... The thing uh, about
0: Kane is, like, if Kane suddenly cares about winning the title, why didn't he just get the fucking money in the bank instead of holding the ladder for everybody?
1: I don't know. So, uh... Why do
0: you let Orton go up to the top? Because the, to the management is controlling him.
1: Yep. The man is getting The man down. is keeping him down.
0: Suddenly he cares now? <laughs> He's yes.
1: got a heart, you know.
0: I know, but it's... <laughs> I don't think it's... Weird for him to care about the title, but like why wouldn't why did he not care about it then?
2: I don't know. There's no telling. His goal in this match is to make sure Randy Orton gets the title. No. Not anymore. He's given up on that dream. So but where
0: so where are we transitioning out of this? You think it's uh Rain Cena for SummerSlam?
1: No. It's gotta it's gonna it's probably gonna be I mean, where do you go from here? It's probably going to be either Reigns versus Orton, or uh, I know they were talking about Reigns versus Triple H. um, So maybe Triple H gets involved in the matchup somehow to take out Reigns. As far
0: as your title picture, where do you go with the title?
1: Cena Lesnar. Cena Orton? Because uh, Heyman appeared backstage on Raw, and it was like, well, hey, if you need a plan C, (laughs) I'm the guy you want to talk to. So... So if Orton doesn't win it, and if Rollins doesn't cash in, maybe they'll go option C and have um, Austin Aries come in and cash in for the matchup, and he'll okay no, um, but have Lesnar come in and and just demolish Cena and get that feud going again. Option C. Sup
2: Aries. Mm-hmm. No, to option D that's, is. That's so weird. They're nuts. they're no nope.
0: Their short-term memory is so bad. Like yeah,
2: it is.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that would. Uh, I don't know.
1: You don't know. You I'm don't good. know. But what I do know is that those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. So yeah. Sorry to cut you off in the middle. I got one. confused for a second. I was
0: like, Wait, I uh, felt like we had to transition out of that. Right, so. right. <laughs> I'm with did, that? That really was
2: good. like the LeBron James of Cox. What? Did we almost put the whole thing without making a dig.
1: come on! Say <laughs> you were talking about a chicken or something.
0: Chicken. Okay. Rayman there. hates. It. Rayman hates you.
1: Yeah, oh, sorry. Ed and Nettie, chicken.
0: That's a giant chicken, chicken. Eddie.
1: So, uh, time Watch to go into. Come on. Time to go into some hot topics for you. Uh, if you did not hear. Hot kenta has officially signed with wwe and it leads a lot of people to question Hulk hogan
2: got him to sign brother
1: yeah so uh it leads a lot of people to question what kenta's finisher gonna is going to be because for those who don't know kenta very well his finisher was was it the inverted gts no, or, no. i'm he, sorry it was I mean, regular it was regular just the GTA, gts so. and he also did the running knee as known by daniel bryan was like so, a
0: knee.
1: yeah so very interesting what are your thoughts on kenta coming to
0: WWE.
2: We uh, saw him live, cool. man. Yeah, I remember? Yeah, it 2009. Was it was
0: fun. 2009, George R. Brown, uh Convention Center. Mhm. Nice.
1: So, uh so yeah, so Kenta is going to be heading over to NXT, get get used to the uh, WWE style of wrestling and hopefully we'll see him on the main roster soon. Uh, and hopefully they can use him right. But knowing them, knowing the WWE, it's questionable. Um, but speaking of CM Punk, as far as the GCS... Their, their
0: track record has improved greatly. Yeah,
1: I guess. A little bit.
0: Punk, Brian, Rollins, Ambrose... Cesaro. Cesaro. Yeah. I would say they fucking 180 their track record. Cena, Cara, <laughs> One.
1: Yeah. So, uh... Well, you got to take a bad with it, with every good. So, so um, what is that like
0: an eighty percent success rate in
1: Saint get on that number. Uh, but yeah,
0: other on- <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. Now I'm really I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned with my wizard math skills. I don't want to. I'm not going to throw out percentages off the dome anymore. What
2: is that?
1: Eighty six percent. what
2: will you take your
0: eighty six point
2: four? See, Samoa Joe, the numbers don't lie.
1: So, uh, so yeah, other bit of uh, hot topic news. CM Punk has been moved to the alumni section of WWE.com, further confirming that he is probably not coming back. So, suck it up and deal, people. He's but not they're showing coming back. Different things, also, like Luke
0: Harper, him- <laughs> What? I was adding Luke Harper, Harper oh, to independent old, okay. uh, Success. Stories. Like, Luke Harper has not been
1: added to the alumni <laughs> section of WWE.com. <laughs> Sorry they're unless you the- know something that we don't know unless like something happened today that Scoop. has not broken <laughs> you <anymore.
2: Scoop>. they're <laughs> showing things of him now Oh, like yeah. com or, or on the Facebook page, they were like, oh, hey. on." Well, they're uh, trying to get people to go to the network. Yeah, go to the network, it's check a bait. the story out to CM Punk and all that stuff. And yeah. I know a while back they wouldn't show anything of CM Punk. Well, yeah, it's a bait. They were saying, oh,
1: you know, you want to see CM Punk? He's not on Raw or SmackDown, but we've got him on the WWE yeah! Network. All right, it's
2: way over the top. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The hell was that? I don't know. So uh so, yeah. So if you want to watch stuff What's about CM Punk, with- man, don't even get me started. So uh <laughs> with that being said, it's time to go into the Q and A portion of the show. It's your question and our answers. First question <laughs> coming to us from the one and only Thomas on Drop pop. The- <laughs> 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 I was gonna do
2: pop. I thought we were gonna do it in Houston. Oh, you were I was like, oh shit, I'm already saying choppelosum, <laughs> but he's doing pop pop, so uh, Okay. Pop it low, son. (laughs) Pop it 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 low, son.
1: hate you guys.
2: Thomas says, with the
1: appearance of Sting, admittedly not in person, on Raw this week, uh, people have been discussing what his potential signing with WWE will be. So I wanted to know, what do you guys want and think his schedule will be? Will it be a loose part-timer like Brock Lesnar, a more frequent veteran like
2: RVD, or not wrestle at all? Like I said earlier, I think it'll be hilarious if he didn't wrestle at all. It wasn't on Raw or SmackDown. But just mm-hmm. did the game, and he maybe he maybe he's on some documentaries. Yeah. I mean, I do want to see my Raw, like I said, too. So. But well, that's yeah. what the question is. What do you want? What do you think? Is I don't want to sing at all. Okay, brother,
1: brother. Okay, how about you, Doug?
0: Well, he says both. What do you think, and what do you want? What do you want, and what do you Sorry, think? confuse me. In my life.
1: What do you want and think? I think I just he, told you. Okay,
0: I mean, I think he's uh, as part time as Brock Lesnar or less. <laughs> or he doesn't work at all, and what all he has do I, to
1: do is work two matches, and he'll equal Lesnar. So. Two, okay, three. Well, he's had
0: Lesnar's had like what, like six matches?
1: Well, for 2014.
0: Oh, yeah, Fuck, I don't know. He's had two for the year. You mean, yeah?
1: Yeah, he's had like what? Rumble, where he fought Big Show, Mania, Mania. that's been it. Yeah. and he's got SummerSlam coming up, so it'll be
0: three. I say he's even less part time than uh, Brock or Triple H, or not at all. And what do I? What do I? Th- that's what I think. And what do I want? I honestly don't see one appealing matchup, so I don't see any need to parade him out.
1: Yeah, and I know in a recent interview, when they announced that he had signed, you know, the Legends contract or whatever, you know, they said, "Would you like to have one more match?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'd like to face the Undertaker at WrestleMania." You know, just very casually, nothing, not throwing out the challenge or anything. But like, if it were to happen, I'd like for it to. Um, So yeah,
0: you know,
1: look, I'd I'd love to see Sting uh, wrestle in the WWE ring, sure. But the question is, who are you going to book him against?
0: Because you can't just do Sting. You have to.
1: Yeah, you have to bring him in for for a little bit at least, for a few months before you even think about entering taker's name you know establishing with sting so then who do
0: you feed to Sting? it becomes the whole thing yeah like it's almost more trouble than it's worth
1: yeah and then it goes back to the debate that we've had time and time again you know you know do you really bring in sting to lose to undertaker do you have taker lose at wrestlemania would you have him lose a second match in a row yeah
0: yeah. whole thing's just weird i mean like yeah
1: you know it's a it's a fantasy match that Maybe. People want to see it at WrestleMania, but like the consequences
0: and the the effect, I feel would be just. It's a fantasy match that I'm at this point almost certain is better left to your fantasy because yeah, I saw Undertaker at WrestleMania live in and impressive last year he didn't look too hot, and I saw Sting in TNA over the past few years and you know what he didn't look too hot either.
1: Yeah,
2: let's get them together.
1: <laughs> It'd be like Hogan versus Warrior two, in WCW. Yeah, that's different. there. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was very different. These but, are, dudes, their
0: bodies are breaking fucking down. On
1: yeah, so it's just you know
0: I better ne- get in
2: before they can't do it at all.
0: I mean, I say that with all due respect to both the guys. I mean, yeah. it's like it may be better to just like not do it. I mean,
1: yeah. So, you know, keep it in the fantasy. You play it, play it in the video game all you want. Now, you know that's fine. But I mean,
0: Sting looks pass, looked passable, but he looked super uninspired i mean Mm. i mean maybe that i mean it's i would assume it's very easy to be super uninspired working for tna but i mean i mean who knows i just i don't it feels like it'd be more trouble than it's worth at this point and i don't know what you get out of it
1: yeah so but thank you for the question thomas certainly appreciate it next question coming to us from
0: losen thank you for uh I know you're OCD like me, so you kind of get off on making lists and shit like that. But uh, I did read through your list of DVDs, and <laughs> I appreciate that you put the put the work in to uh, you know, discs all your if DVDs. it was Blu-ray, right?
1: And he kept a tally of it. He had like over 230 discs total, I think. Yeah, so I, don't I have to go
0: through mine. When so you... I did. I, I did read through, and I do appreciate your time. Here's a question I want to throw out to fellow DVD collectors. Hello, uh, <laughs> TNA does those. Don uh, West brown bag
1: specials, but they're, they're not Don West anymore.
0: TNA does, they group, they do these um, pay per views in groups for their lesser selling shows where they'll put like two or three uh, on the same, in the same package or whatever, but they're not always um, sequential. Sequential. So I always have the hardest fucking time like how I should put them on my, <laughs> uh, I don't know how, like what's the answer to that? How do you put it on the DVD shelf? Because there are, shows that go in between them right but do i put if this one has three and the first one in that set comes before this one but this one comes in between i just put that first and then there. It's just such a nightmare for me
1: that's yeah that's a good question that's uh i you know i have i have a movie collection as well i hate whenever they do those three packs of of movies because it's like okay if you alphabetize it you've got v for vendetta watchmen and and Constantine. It's like, where the hell do you put them? For me, personally, whatever comes first, you know, like as far as the package, like, for mine...
0: But it's different with the wrestling because you're not going by titles if you're doing sequential show-wise. You know well,
1: what that's you? what I do. Okay. Like, my my Blu-rays and DVDs are alphabetical. Right. My wrestling DVDs are sequential. sequential. So it's like, it starts Royal Rumble, you know, very first Royal Rumble anthology, Second anthology, third anthology, fourth anthology, and then every Royal Rumble since then. And then I move into, okay, what came next, you know, as far as, you know, like Elimination Chamber. And then you go into WrestleMania. So for those two packs, so I go with what came first uh, for, for that particular year. So like if you have, you know, Destination X and, you know, Bound for Glory. Whatever is first, that's right. where I put it.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's what I do too. But it feels like it's always like, is there a solution out there? No, you just have to deal like yeah, that. Yeah.
1: You just kind of unless you just go out and buy a second desk and like you know or a second case and write on it. And say, okay, this is where this one goes. But yeah, I fucking hate that man. I hate it too. But uh, but yeah, there's a question for for our listeners. Y'all in? What do
0: y'all do? With yeah. those fuckers? Also, like, um, so. Say when you're doing like your uh like documentary style for like single wrestlers, do you just mm-hmm. alphabetize them by the wrestler? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well so how do you so do you do all event anthologies separate from all wrestler documentaries? Or yes. do you alphabetize by between wrestler and event uh <laughs> you know what I mean? Like here's yeah. all the sequential shows, but then I alphabetize uh single wrestlers and event anthologies in the same stack, or do you do all event anthologies and then you do all wrestler docs, or do you put what, them together?
1: What I do is I have sequential pay-per-views. Right. So you've got exactly. uh, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, Payback, you know, right. so on and so forth, all the way to TLC. Right. So those those are, you know, my first two shelves. Third shelf is, uh you know, gimmick, collections, like the best ladder matches, the best Hell in a Cells, all those. So those are together alphabetized. Then I go into documentaries alphabetized. And then I have like just your normal collections, like the best of ECW, best of Nitros and stuff like that. Like compilations. Um, Yeah, the compilations. I just group those together. Like here's WWE's, here's WCW's, here's ECW's. And then I have a little small stack on the side for TNA because I ran out of
0: space.
2: (laughs) TNA section.
1: Yeah, it okay. is. It's a little TNA section. Yeah, because like I always,
2: well.
0: like I'll decide on a way, and then later on I'll be like, ah, I don't like that, and then I'll yeah. like redo it, and I'll be like, yeah, it's like a constant thing. Listen, let us know. Yeah. Anybody with a big DVD collection, let us know how you do it. I, because
1: I was thinking originally about just doing it. Okay, I'm gonna start with 1982. All the pay per views that I have are gonna go right there, and then right. okay, here's the 1990, 1983 is gonna follow it, 84, 85, 86. But the thing is, I have, I have all of the, um, I have the Royal Rumble anthologies. I have the WrestleMania anthologies. I have the SummerSlam anthologies, and I'm working on the uh, the Survivor Series anthologies. Well, those come five years at a time, like five discs right. per year. So you obviously, so I obviously cannot do that, right? Because it would just drive me insane. Right. Um. So I just put them all together. As far as here's this pay per view, here's this pay per view. And the bad thing was that I had to go and, uh, like, the one year where they switched, they switched a couple pay per views every year, like they did, like. You remember capital punishment from 2011, right. and it's like, where the hell did this one fit in? So you have right. to go and like Google it and yeah, find yeah. the answers for that. And I'm like, God, oh, this is too much hassle for a stupid DVD that I'm probably eats, never gonna watch again. But but it eats
0: at you. like who eats, wants to
1: watch Our tooth versus John Cena?
0: It, but it fucking eats at me. Like I always yep. have to reorganize. I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's it's pretty nerve wracking. That's why I don't I don't fall, I don't mess with my collection too much unless there's just something I want to watch. Other than that, it just stays where it is. Um,
0: well, like, I'll, like, I'm sort like, I'm, I throw money away, like, stupidly all the time. <laughs> so, like, I'm always like putting stuff on the shelf and I'm always like, I don't like this about this. And then uh, it will, like, hinge on something else. And then I'm like, I got to redo the whole fucking thing. It's just yeah a pain in the ass. I don't know. Let us know what, what you guys out there to do. And as far as my collection goes,
1: like, Okay, you've got the WrestleMania anthology so you've got volume 4 it goes you know 16 to 20 right well i also have the 3 disc collector's edition of WrestleMania 20 right. and i have WrestleMania on DVD i have 21 22 23 24 but then i also have 25 and 26 on DVD but i also found the Blu-rays for 25 and 26 so right. i have those as well so do, do i count separate those? out
0: do you separate out your blu rays separate from the DVDs um, Are they really different
1: only whenever I have duplicates. If I have duplicates like the 25 and 26 WrestleManias, I'll take those out and just set them somewhere else, you know, in a closet or something like that. And it's the same with my DVD or Blu-ray movie collection. If I have duplicates, like if I, if I wanted the high-definition re-release of Kill Bill, I go out and buy that, and I take the DVD copy of Kill Bill and put it in a shelf or something, you know, put it in a drawer. So, I,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: So, getting to know us a little bit better. Hey, you hanging in we're there, Tyler? We were, we're
0: getting the fuck out. Tired, A-Bear. <laughs> yeah. Some, some people
1: are like, what the fuck are those? those <laughs> Nerds! So, uh, so, yeah, there you go. The next question coming to us from Ben Fold saying, Hey, guys. Awesome episode and a great interview with ODB. She was one of my favorite knockouts. Just wanted to ask you, with Santino retiring because of neck injuries, do you think the WWE will be a lot more careful towards the superstars necks and will ban some moves? I
0: think they have already sort of traveled that road.
1: Yeah, like, I think they've done quite a good job of as far as trying to protect their talent over the past few years.
0: I mean they don't do PAL drivers anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean like when's the last time you saw a pal driver? That Punk Cena match where Cena did the power and Punk did the uh yeah. the uh PAL driver? That's like the last time you saw that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's that's something Unfortunately, like those kind of things are just things that happen in pro wrestling. Yeah. I feel like they're on the track of being as careful as they can be with that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can only you can only protect so much before it's right. over protection. Dudes are going to get hurt like this. Yeah, it's just that's the that's the nature of the business. You, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be in this business, you're you're going to be hurt. Uh, you know, look at Rey Mysterio, how many surgeries has he needed for his knees? You know, just shoulder surgery. Also,
0: mister Area's been wrestling since he was like fucking fourteen. Yeah, so. that's, that's true too. But, uh, but you
1: know, it's it's wear and tear, and, and it happens. You know, depending on what you do. Look at I mean, look that's at Daniel, for Daniel Bryan. Bryan. I
0: mean, fuck, he's out too. Yeah.
1: So, you know, they they can only do so much. And then you have the fans who are craving more excitement, more dangerous moves, and it's like, oh, you you know, that's fine and dandy. You Go to a, go to an indie show or something like that, where the people who are like fresh out of the gym. But like these guys are doing it three hundred days of year, having to, you know, do the same moves over and over again. So you w- you kind of want to take it safe. Um,
0: well, those dudes, uh, those dudes, and those on the independents are doing big shit to get noticed.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. So, final question coming to us from Six Star Criminal saying, who does the impersonation gimmick better, Damian Sandow or Charlie Haas?
0: Uh, well, if memory serves, uh. There was a little bit more of a acting thrown in with sandals Like, Haas was basically, like, he wrestled as those dudes. I don't mm-hmm. I think he did far less. I don't less, think he did too much I promos. Think, right. He did far less talking than Sandell did, right?
1: I don't even remember Charlie Haas doing all that stuff. I remember stuff. him doing,
0: like, Haas Hogan or and that. Oh, episode, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where he was just uh, basically come out dressed up as a different guy every week. Or not yeah. every week, but every so often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll go with Sandell just because I believe he, like, did a... So much more talking, I guess. Yeah. Although I, although I think uh, I care more about uh, Charlie Haas is just because he was actually like wrestlers and stuff, you know. So I
2: don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who, I, who I'll go with. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I can't really give an answer for that one either, just because, like, like I said, I didn't, re- I don't even remember too much of uh, Charlie Haas doing all that. But uh, you know, I'm sure if you threw out the names, I'd be like, oh, okay, that sounds familiar. i you know, I recall that happening. But, uh, but yeah, so I guess it's up for debate. So, but thank you for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, and check us out on wrestlingnewsource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast.
2: Uh, also check us out on Stitcher, player.fm, and beyond pod. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us.
0: Uh we're on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler is at Tyler underscore Aber.
2: Um, also, put on our page, pop, pop, because Daniel doesn't like it. No, don't do that. So, tweet tweet uh,
0: at Daniel at I will block you. Say pop, 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 pop
2: magnitude.
1: Block you. So there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abbey. I'm Doug. And we'll catch you all next week. Pop, pop.